Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. I'm Valerie and good evening as we are smashing sports today. Yes, we are. Uh, So this episode is coming out a little later than we normally put out episodes because we wanted to at least catch the first day of this brand new inaugural NBA play-in tournament. And... um, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, we hope everybody is doing well. Yes, safe. yes. Um, let's jump right into our highlights and violations segment. Mama, do you have a highlight? I, you know what? I do. Okay, please share. It was, I guess, Chris Webber and... Ben Wallace? No, Chris Webber and... Jalen Rose kind of making up over Chris Webber's Hall of Fame nomination. It, you know, I was one of those who loved the fab. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Loved him. I agree. And although over the years I've heard so much about the falling out and whatever, but I was like, you know what? Folks do what they think is right at the time. That's fair. I so, don't think I don't think that was the doing what you thought was right at the time was the issue. It was the now here we are, you know, decades later, and you refusing to accept responsibility like the rest of us did when we were also just doing what we thought was best at the time. But that's good to hear that they've made up. That, yes, yes, that, I, I, you know, that that. I, I love those boys. I love them to death. I love them to death. They were the team. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I don't think we've had a collegiate team like that since then. Yeah, the cultural impact that uh-huh. the Fab Five had. Well, no, I'm just saying the the five. I mean, yeah. we, everybody knows who the Fab Five are. Right, because of their, you know, the impact beyond just the game. Okay, but that's good. I'm glad them two have made up. Um, I will keep that in mind the next time I find myself getting irritated because Chris Webber is a part of the call team on one of them games on TNT. Well, he's no longer with TNT. They parted ways. Oh, so I don't have to worry about him calling no more games for TNT. That is that is good. That's good news. I'm sure he's gotten a job somewhere else, but I, and as, as shallow as this may sound, I prefer to look at Chris Webber than listen to him talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, I am disappointed that he's no longer going to be calling the games. Oh, my gosh. So many people. Uh, Mr. Uh, What's my man's name? Mav. Mav Albert is retiring. At the yes, Marv Albert is retiring. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of changes going on. Um, I, I, that, that's my highlight. That's my highlight. That's all I'm going to say. I know folks feel a certain way about Chris, but I love him to death. I love him to death. That's nice. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Chris Rapper. That's very nice to hear. Um, let me see. My highlight this week is going to be uh 
Sabrina Onescu. I think, what's today? Today's Wednesday, so Tuesday night, she notched her first triple-double as a professional, which I think there's only like six or seven other triple-doubles like in WNBA history, but she's the youngest to record a triple-double, and she's also the first player um, in the Liberty franchise to record a triple-double. Okay. And she just, you know, she came out balling open weekend, um, opening weekend for the WNBA. But we will also get to that later as well. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a violation this week? This is, you know, your mama can be petty sometimes. Yeah, I get it honest. <laughs> it gets better as you age. I'll tell you that much. Does it? Yes, it does. Okay. Trust me, it does. But I just, you know, I caught the replay of the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. For for the 2020 nominees? Yes, yes, uh-huh. And I was just really disappointed in how Mrs. Kobe Bryant was dressed. I thought she could have done a little bit better. She looked like she had a moo-moo on. You know what? That's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault her for that because I can only imagine. Um, I think that the, the, that was like the worst case of scenario of like having to be somewhere you don't want to be. Look, and you come and you come with it. I don't. She should have came with it. I don't blame her. You don't her. come out there looking like you got a muumu on, and just because it was. Uh, I thought she looked nice. No, I, I don't know. I thought she looked nice. And then also, like, her no. having to continue and go around and have these, you know, give these speeches, have these conversations about It's her. hard. I could tell so, that it was hard on so her. So I'm not going to fault her. If she wanted to show up in her house coat, I would have been like, well. Well, she showed came. up in her house coat. At least she came. She, she showed up in her house coat. She could have told y'all no. That's a pretty woman. She could have done better than that. She, she I, I'm sorry. She could have done better than that. Kim Mulkey looked better than she did. Well, Kim Mulkey just wanted her moment. Kim Mulkey don't look like that on the regular. Okay, but she came. She was appropriate. I thought that. I just. I'm anyway, not going. I'm not going for her. I'm grateful. I'm, that, I am grateful that she showed up. I expected more from her. I'm just grateful that she decided to show up. Cause at this point. Um, you know, over a year out, I'm tired, y'all. Like, I, I know Kobe is Kobe to y'all, but this is my husband. Right, right. I thought she gave a very impassioned speech. Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, it was just how she looked. I, I was expecting more. You come. Well, it's not you about. Come. It's not about her. She's representing Kobe. Right. It's not about her. It's about Kobe. She should have come. With Kobe, it. Kobe probably would have thought she come was nice. What if, that, what if that was her favorite, uh, Kobe's favorite outfit? I'm just saying. I got jokes, but go on. Yes, please don't share them. <laughs> I got jokes. Please don't share them. Okay. Um... So my violation. Do I do I have a violation, or this or this can be part of our headlines, I believe. Um, 
Yeah, it could just be part of the headlines of the week. So let's jump right on into that. Okay. And we will start in the, in with this play-in situation. I'm so confused after last night. I'm less confused. I get it. I get it. Like, I still think this is a money grab for the NBA. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Now, the Celtics... Well, let, let, let me just go through what happened. Yeah, because so, I think I'm, I'm getting ready to call out the wrong team. So the um, the Hornets and the Pacers faced off first as mm-hmm. the 9-10 matchup. Got their butt spanked. That's why I'm upset. Um, so I was expecting sure. better from the Hornets, but go on. So... This game was in Indiana, so that means they were the ninth seed. So the 9-10 matchup was the Pacers and the Hornets, and the Pacers blew the doors off, mm-hmm. blew them out, um, which I – and I, I thought the Hornets could pull this one out because the Pacers are dealing with some injuries to their, you know – Really? Best players. Um, but it did not go that way because – the Pacers have playoff experience. That's really all it is. The Pacers have playoff experience. And um, when it comes to the Hornets, aside from Terry Rozier, who else on that team has playoff experience? This was a play-in tournament. You was, What are you supposed to do? You were supposed to come and play. And they didn't come and play. I, I don't think the Hornets – I'm not going to say – I'm not going to go as far as to say that the Hornets did not come to play. I'm going to say it. But I will say – I will say the Pacers did not come to play. They was like, we got we got, we got got a job to do. We're trying to win the game. Exactly, get out, get exactly. And the, the match – I thought – actually, I thought this was going to be a good matchup. I really I did, did. I did as well. But uh, – I don't want to talk about them no more. I'm really disappointed in the Hornets. They didn't. I I I, I don't know what yeah. I was watching last night. I really don't know what I was watching. I I just but thought. What, I, just I don't thought, know what I was watching. <laughs> I just thought the Hornets had the talent to do it, I, but the the Pacers and their playoff experience just completely negated whatever the Hornets were gonna do. Was Michael Jordan anywhere in the arena anywhere while they were playing? I'm sure he was, but after what midway through uh, through the first quarter, I'm sure he was like, "I need to leave before I before I show my butt on national television." I know that's right. <laughs> I was just wondering because I was like, "Is he not even you know hell? I would want to play just for him." You know, that's what I would think about the Hornets as well. Is that I? <laughs> I get the feeling that maybe Michael Jordan isn't involved. Mm-hmm. Other, like maybe he's realized what his role is, and he's not down there, you know, cussing and yelling at people because he realized I can't do that as a team owner. Okay. I'm sorry. I that I I was I was. Anyway, let's move on because yeah. the, the Charlotte Hornets don't have a chance. Now, the next game was the Wizards and um, the Celtics. The Celtics. So, this was the seventh, um, seventh, eighth, eighth place seed. So, the Celtics were playing as the seventh place seed, the Wizards in the eighth. And we got a good game. We actually got a good game. Uh, my, my point, this is why I'm confused. First okay. of all, 
Russ wasn't on his game for whatever reason. He was not. Um, but I kept hearing that they still have a chance to play. You they know, they do. lost this game. Yes, That's what do. I'm confused. Okay, so how this works is okay. the seventh and the eighth seeds match up. The winner of the seventh eighth gets the seventh seed in the playoffs, and then they play whoever is the second seed. So the Celtics are going to play the Nets in the first round of the actual playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then the winner of the 9-10 game would then get to play the loser of the 7-8 game for a chance at the eighth seed. So now what happens is on, I believe, Thursday, the Pacers and the Wizards will face off for that final playoff seed, for that final eight spot to then go and get beat by the 76ers in the first round. Okay, I was confused last night, but you know, I've been confused about this whole process. I thought it was unnecessary, and I really hadn't learned what it is, but I've been sitting there the whole time, you know, I felt Russ was kind of disrespectful sitting sideways to the media doing his press time. Um, but they kept on saying they, that, you know, the next game, I mean, all of them were emphatic. The next game, it was going to be Russell's game. You were going to see a different Russell than what we saw last night. No, like, they just that, lost. The, what are they talking about? Because the, sta- the stakes will be high. So, like, the way that the Pacers came out, the way that they played, that's because the stakes were high. It was either win or this is the end of the season. Um, for the Celtics and the Wizards, the stakes weren't as high because that team that lost would still have another game to play and, and a chance to be the eighth seed in the playoffs. Okay. I don't like this. I don't like it. It just should go back to the way it was. That's all I, I'm gonna say. It is what it is. So, it is but what it is. but the second game was a good game. Jason yeah, it was. It was. Jason it was. Tatum uh, dropped, you know, fifty points. Yes, he did. Um, I feel like half the team for the Celtics somehow injured themselves, but managed to keep going. Except for I don't think Robert uh, Robert Williams came back after he hurt his foot. Uh, who's hurt? So Marcus Smart did something funny to his leg during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Williams took a like a nasty, like he fell awkwardly. I saw on, that. I saw that. His, I remember on that. On his foot, and mm-hmm. I think that is the foot that he's been dealing with turf toe. Okay, so I miss Marcus Smart getting hurt. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Marcus did something funny. Uh, you know, Russell the, was limping at one point. He did something funny. Uh, Bradley Beal is coming back from a hamstring strain. The Celtics don't even have Jalen Brown because he's having surgery on his wrist. Um, Kimba, who's been off and on all season, he decided to show up last night. So, you know, a little bit. But, um, yeah, I agree. Something was up with us. Like the, inten- like the intensity was very, like, on and off. wasn't. But anyway, so... Okay, they still have a chance. And yes. So, so the guys were saying the next game you were gonna see who we used to see. Okay. We was supposed to see that that rust on Tuesday night. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. Last night was very disappointing. I mean, and I'm and when I say disappointing, I'm talking about play wise. You know, I had the Hornets who I don't know. I I guess they thought they was in. 
junior high school, I don't know, uh, from the top to the bottom. I don't know what those, those I don't know what they was doing. Yeah. Um, and then Russ, I mean, it was a good game, but neither team were really on, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was so, lackluster for me last night. Now, tonight. It's going to be a good night. And I think this I, is where the NBA messed up when it came to this because they should have put these West Coast games, these Western Conference games first. Because, of course, the Lakers and the Warriors, like the storyline is already there. Not to mention, like, we are all waiting to see if LeBron is, you know, fully healthy. We're waiting to see if AD is going to turn into a monster. we also waiting to see for, you know, all the Warriors to just go out there and pass Steph Curry the ball. <laughs> for 48 minutes. <laughs> well, all, you know, it's a toss-up. That game is a toss-up for me because, I mean, in general, on paper, I don't think T Steph can do it. So, I, I on paper, I'm going to choose the Lakers. Yeah. With with, um, with LeBron being out there, I don't think there's a way that they're going, the Warriors can win this game tonight unless something Steph, happens. That, and that's my whole point. That's been my whole point all this season with Steph. Because I don't want to take anything away from him, but he cannot do this tonight. By himself, which, right. which is we saw uh, on Sunday, because Sunday when they matched up with the Grizzlies, that was an important game uh, because the winner of that game got to finish in the AFC. Unfortunately, the Grizzlies lost um, because, uh, uh, what's his name? Dylan Brooks filed out and John Morant just couldn't buy a basket. Um <laughs> So that's how we ended up in the ninth seed against the Spurs. But I think mm -hmm. I think the NBA should have had the West Confer Western Conference games go first because that's usually more competitive. While I, you know, well, we thought I like I said I thought last night's matchups were going to be good. So, but they disappointed us. So that's what we get for thinking. Uh, tonight's matchups, I, like I said on paper, I'm going to take the Lakers because I don't think Steph can do it. As far as, you know, I'm going to take the Grizzlies. Um, now, I, and then who plays the late game? So the the Warriors and the Lakers play the late game. And oh, the Spurs, I thought it was. The Spurs, yeah, the Spurs and the Grizzlies, that game starts on Wednesday night at 7.30. And then go with this 10 o'clock game again. Um, <laughs> for, you know, I will. I pre The one thing I do appreciate about these, you know, the Eastern Conference playing is that that first game started at 6.30. It started, it started at 6.30. At right. So we're cool <laughs> on that. So the, hopefully these will be two good games. So the Lakers and the Grizzlies tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, and then, so then what will happen is that, you know, the Lakers, if the Lakers win, they get the seventh seed and they match up with the Suns in the first round. And then the Warriors will play the winner of the Spurs and Grizzlies. We're going to call it for the Grizzlies. That game will happen on Friday. So, okay. and that finishes up this ridiculous playing tournament. Okay. And I think true. the actual playoffs start on Sunday. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, um, on Sunday, the 76ers will face off whoever wins between. The Wizards and the Pacers, and then we got the playoff series that I'm looking forward to is the Hawks and the Knicks, and I feel like I'll finally be able to watch 
all of the Hawks games because with the league pass, any game, any Hawks games, you got I have to wait three days <laughs> to watch the replay. So I haven't even been able to, mm-hmm. to keep up. And, and actually, you know, the Hawks have been my dark horse all season. Yeah, so I hope they can continue I'm, I'm, that momentum into They've been the dark horse all season. I was like, the Hawks? Really? Doing our thing. Okay. And so, and then um, on the West Coast, we'll have the Suns matching up with whoever wins uh, between the Lakers and the Warriors tonight. And then the Jazz would play whoever finishes with the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to starting this playoffs. I still think this playing. While this is cute, I still don't think it's necessary. It's not necessary, and like I said, you're leaving folks like me confused. Because <laughs> what if the Lakers lose tonight? What does that mean for them? Are they, they through? No, if the Lakers lose tonight, they play the winner between the Grizzlies and the Spurs for the eighth seed. Okay. So it's whoever, a must whoever, win. It's a must win for must the Lakers. Not win. For the Grizz, yeah. So for the Grizzlies and the and the Spurs, it's a must win mm-hmm. to even have a chance to play for mm-hmm. to get the AC. Whereas like with the Lakers and the Warriors, like yes, you want to win, so you don't have to play a second game. But if you do lose, you still have a chance to play again um, to get in the AC. I'm confused. <laughs> um. Hopefully so, next season it won't be like this. I, unfortunately, I think enough of the team governors like it, the league office likes it enough. I don't think we're going to see the play-in tournament go anywhere. Wow. At least no okay. time soon. Wow. Okay. Okay, okay. All right. So let's switch gears. We'll talk about a little WNBA basketball because opening weekend was this past weekend. And, um, you know, things, the ladies came to play. From what little bit I saw, like I said, I had out-of-town guests, company, whatever. Wrong weekend. But anyway. um, (laughs) Oh, Lord, I forgot who I was watching. Go on. I forgot who I was watching. All right. So Friday started with a bang. So basically the first game out the gate, we had the, the Liberty and the fever face off and Sabrina Onescu hits the game winning three with 0.4 seconds left that so that's how we got started okay um, okay <laughs> then we had the the sun and the dream face off the sun won 78 to 67 mm. um i'm i'm looking i'm going to keep my eye on the sun definitely because like i want to see what improvement John Quell has made cuz you know, mm-hmm. i got to remember mm-hmm. the 810 um i want to see what improvement she's made we then okay. had um, in the late one of the later games the Mercury and the Lynx square off, and Diana and Diana Tarazi hits uh, hits a game winner. She but, won't stop. She, that's that's the energizer bunny. She but won't stop. But there was but there was an issue with the clock. So uh, final plays happening. The Lynx have the ball. The game is tied. They turn the ball over. Uh, Brittany Grabber, Brittany Griner grabs the ball, and for some reason. Um, I think the the people running the the clock assumed like a foul was gonna be called or a jump ball was gonna be. I don't know. You why. can't assume nothing. But it, but for whatever reason, the clock stopped. You wait till the um the referee says something to you. 
Well, for whatever reason, the clock stopped. Um, they keep playing because, of course, like the officials don't know the clock has stopped. They, you know, Diana Taurasi dribbles up, step back, knocks down a three. Um, everybody realizes that the clock didn't run. It took them at least 10 minutes just to figure out an estimate of how much time went off, which I did not understand. Like, why was there not a more efficient way? Because at one point, we are watching the two officials. No, what's so with a, You said the clock didn't start running. No, the, yeah, so in the middle of the play, after the Lynx turned the ball over, the clock stopped with, like, so six. With like six that's where they should have started. So what they were doing. Why did that take 10 minutes? Because I guess it's the equipment, like the replay equipment that they had was terrible. That's the only reason I could come up with because we, at one point, we are watching two of the officials, one of the ladies standing there with a stopwatch. Mm -hmm. So when the clock stops, her stopwatch starts, and after Diana Taurasi makes a shot, the clock, you know, it stops. And then that gives you the time difference of how much time actually came off the clock. So what they ended up coming up with, what they, you know, after doing, after spending 10 minutes trying to figure this out, they they came back and it was like only 1.1 seconds left. Okay. So of course you know head coach for the Lynx, whose name I can't remember right now, is pissed because <laughs> because from watching the play, like in my honest opinion, I don't see how five whole seconds. Like I don't see how that play took five whole seconds. Like it was it was quick. Brittany Griner got the ball. She passed it. Diana Taurasi. Diana dribbled it up. She made a dribble move. Step back and knock down a three. Like I don't feel like that took five seconds, but that's what the officials came up okay. with. With what they were working with and what they were working with was not great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, and then in the last game, uh, uh, Friday night, we did have the Wings and the Sparks face off, and the Wings who had like almost every draft pick in the first round this year. They did. They did. <laughs> they they blew out the Sparks. Who you know the Sparks are are. This is some out. folks. The What's the face retired? Candace yep. is in Chicago. Yes. So my um, Justice did retire right. at the start of the season. Right. Um, Which I thought was weird. You probably knew before the start of the season I, you weren't going to do this. I think I think with that, training camp must have not gone great for Simone. She's still new? That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm you gonna, knew. I'm, I'm you gonna, knew. I'm gonna assume that she had already talked to the organization mm -hmm. and told them, like, "Hey, I would like to see how training camp goes, and then I'll make a decision um, from there." That, oh, okay. had to, that had to be what happened. Okay. Because it was it was sudden, like the day before you know game started, this announcement came out. Mm-hmm. All right. So then on Saturday we got to watch. Um, Candace Parker's debut with the Chicago Sky. I think and, that's the game I tried to watch. Yeah, and they, you know, they, 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 I don't want to say they whooped the Mystics, but they won 70 to 56. I don't think Elena Deladon is back on the court just yet. She's not. I saw her on the sidelines, but right. no, no. Because I know so. she had back surgery uh, mm -hmm. last year, so she's probably still rehabbing that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, y'all know I tuned in to watch my storm play not my storm my aces mm -hmm. play the storm mm -hmm. and um what i did not realize and i learned this during the broadcast is that only three people so dierica hambry asia wilson and 
Ham bitch. No. Lit. Um, and one other person, I can't remember their name. They are the only three that were that played on that finals team last season. Well, Liz didn't play because she was hurt, but because she was out, she she took like a medical a medical year. So right. Asia Wilson, Dierka Hamber, who actually got hurt during the finals, and then one other person whose name I cannot remember. It's Angel. An- Angel's not playing. Angel's out with an ACL. So. But anyway, but between injuries and new additions to the team, uh, Jackie Young and um, no, Jackie Young played for them last year. That's who the three were. Asia mm-hmm. Wilson, Jackie Young, and Dierka Henry were the only three on that team that played in the finals last year. So this is like a brand new squad because now they got to reconfigure lineups with Angel McCartry getting injured. Um, <laughs> with the new additions, with their draft pick, with Liz Cambage coming back. So, it was a good game. The Storm, I mean, the Storm, they picked up right where they left off. Like, I, it don't make no sense. <laughs> Even, no, it don't. It don't. It don't. But that, like, that, that's just a good – the Storm, as much as I hate to say it, they're a good, solid team. They are and, a good, solid team. And I thought I thought that maybe they would miss a step or two with right, with, right. Uh, with Alicia Clark leaving. Right, but, right, but, right. I mean, Candace Dupree is now part of the team, and she stepped right in, and, and that's what it was. So I, you know, I I give kudos to the coach for pulling that. I mean, for and I would have to say management they they tried to pick best to combina- team together. right combinations, good combinations. So as so, much as I hate to say it. I, I do want to mention a funny thing because, like, some of the press conferences leading up to it, and one of them, I don't know if you've seen the clip of Sue Bird talking about how their rookie on the team is her mom is also 40. The way that Sue Bird is 40, they have the same birthday. And she talked about how that made her feel so old that her new teammate's mom is the same age as her. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, Sue. Super Diana Taurasi are like the energizer bunnies of the WNBA. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Kudos to Tamika Ketchin and her Hall of Fame induction nomination. Or was she inducted? She was inducted. Yeah, so she was part of the 2020 class, but because there wasn't. um, Right, right. You know, they couldn't host the event right. last year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then on Sunday, we had two games. The Liberty and the Fever faced off again, but in Indiana this time. And uh, Sabrina, I don't think she hit a game winner, but, I mean, Sabrina is, is showing why she's the number one pick. <laughs> no, I hate to admit that. You know I do, don't you? I can't. I can't. The you girl has game. I do. She the girl. She's has not. Game. She's not. She's not real to me. You know what I mean? She. she, she Where she come from? She played at Oregon. Where she come from? I don't know. That, that I don't know. Probably New York or something. A planet that, that that produces, I mean, I don't know. Where does she, and she's smooth. Yes. She's 
like she's been doing this a hundred years. That's what I'm saying. I mean, she yeah. plays like she's been playing a hundred years. Where did she come from? So, I mean, she makes it look easy. So when she was at Oregon, she was, I think she's the only college basketball player, male or female, to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 That's what I'm saying. She's not real. We need to test her DNA. We need to do something with her. I'm going to give her her props and her respect. But she, she's a mess. That's all I can say. She from another world. Yep. yep. And so we only got we only got a glimpse of it last season because she got hurt. But I we she she ready. We saw her at Oregon, okay. But she got hurt three games into this into the bubble last season. I, I, all I'm saying is we had to be patient. No. You know how some of the the, the kids come out of college. And they don't transition well to the professional side. Oh, she was. There wasn't going to be no issue with her transitioning to the professional side. <laughs> and that's saying. and that's what I love. Like so much of the class that got drafted in the first round, they have like seamlessly integrated into these teams that drafted them. You know, from from Charlie to Ari to. To um oh what's my that Anescu girl she's on another she she's from another planet that's all I'm gonna say so oh we didn't even talk about this I, or maybe we mentioned it briefly but this season is the 25th season so this is a big deal um I plan on buying my shirts and my gears and you know my gear and all that stuff um there's a Diana Taurasi goat T-shirt out there that I've been I've been having my eye on. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think, uh, there's, I think this will be a good year. Um, it's starting off pretty good. I think this will be a really good year. Mm-hmm. Even, I even think they with, have, I think they coming off the pandemic and the bubble and the where, NCAA tournament, I think. Yeah. So a lot, there was a lot more eyes with mm-hmm. available to watch games with mm-hmm. the bubble because there was more games on TV. He mm-hmm. had nothing to do. Um, and then right into, you know, the NCAA tournament, which was amazing this year. And then a lot of those women who we watched star ah. in this tournament are now playing in the, playing mm-hmm. professionally. And um, I think the I think the NBA have set themselves up. I mean, the WNBA has set themselves up to have a really good season, mm-hmm. even with the Olympic break in the middle of all of this this season. We'll see. Let's see. I forgot about the Olympic break. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm still mad at the National Olympic Committee, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm still mad at them. But. So, um, we'll we'll keep checking in. Ooh. So, Tuesday night, there was a doubleheader. Actually, three games were played. All of them were televised between ESPN and ESPN2. Um, the Liberty are actually 3-0. and Okay. So Sabrina has them girls ready, you know, roaring and ready. All righty then. So I'm excited. Well, I guess for I get ready for tonight. Hopefully, I won't be disappointed like I was last night. Yeah. Yes. As we go back to the NBA briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm looking forward to tonight as well. Honestly, I'm really just looking forward to uh, seeing what Anthony Davis is going to do this this postseason. I think when, the way that Anthony Davis plays this postseason is very important to the future of the Lakers organization because if going, does he realize that? Does he know he got to come and dominate so. like he should have been dominating all these years? I think he's gotten a taste of it with LeBron being out with that ankle injury for as long as he was. But okay. Like, I, I would hope that somebody has explained to him, like, hey, LeBron is LeBron, but he going to be 37 next year. Like, LeBron will, you know, he going to do what he do, but we need you to be – the number one option like we need you to be I need him to and I've always needed him it's always been AD MB and Giannis and I'm probably missing somebody else y'all got to rule y'all too big too too athletic that's all I'm gonna say so I'm not going to get hot. I will be paying attention to Anthony Davis this offseason. I mean, this postseason. I will also be paying attention to... I'm going to have to pay attention to the Nuggets. Like, I'm, I'm hoping the best for the Nuggets. Only because they've played so well these past, like, three or four seasons. They've improved well, let me every say, single year. But they're not big. They're not big. They are big. They um they got uh, Nikola Jokic. Okay, uh, Aaron, they got the Joker. Aaron, Aaron Gordon and JaVale McGee. Like, they're big enough to do it. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he not he's skinny, but he ain't short. Like, he's still a big dude. I'm just saying. And 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 I won't know until I see the Nets play together, and I mean together. We all. Kyrie, we all, we Ky, all wait Ky, to see. Kyrie Irving is looks like sounding like he's acting a donkey again. So, um, I need to see all of them. <sighs> I think I think um, I think the Nets will. The Nets' issue is that they they don't play defense. That's the Nets' issue, that they are one like the best one of the best offensive teams in like the recent history. But, but also Kyrie one of the plays worst. defense. Yes, Kyrie plays decent defense. Kevin Durant plays decent defense. James Harden, when he really is trying, is a decent defender. But that's one on one. I'm, we talking about a team defense. Like we don't even know what they team defensive like identity what what's the team policy for defense for the nets okay okay i get that now uh so the nuggets may be the dark horse in the west yeah because of, I, i'm i'm picking them as a dark horse because of their talent and their experience mm -hmm. now while i want nothing but good things to happen for chris paul like he's taking a group of guys who other than jay crowder None of them have okay. played in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> so you got two dark horses in the West. You know, I ain't thought about, I mean, you know, the Suns have been doing what they've been doing. So it's the Suns and the Nuggets. Um, I'm going to have to add the Grizzlies to that because I don't think, 
I think the Grizzlies are the team that nobody wants to play in this situation. Right. They can mess you up. <laughs> in the East, I'm just confused. The first of all, the dark horse, the first dark horse is the Hawks. And then them damn Knicks. The New York. I have been so impressed with um, Julius Randle. Yes. Obviously, he learned a lot while he was in Los uh, Angeles. Yeah. Um, but I've been so impressed with him. So, and, but you know what? If them Pacers play the way they played last night. We're going to have to worry about the Pacers. Like, it's really right. a, it's really a right. toss up in the East. Right. Um, <laughs> the, two, the two teams with the least amount of playoff experience are playing each other. The Knicks and the Hawks are playing each other in the first round. So, I just need the Hawks to win one series so I can, like, confidently buy some tickets when it's safe to go back outside next season. <laughs> It's a toss-up. I mean, this year, it's been an interesting season because, you know, my top picks were Milwaukee. The Sixers. The Sixers. The Celtics. I think I had the Celtics. Yeah. And, of course, I picked the Clippers in the West. Mm-hmm. The Clippers and the Grizzlies, yeah, you know, the Grizzlies, I'm just going to pick them because that, that's my team. Right. Um, so, I, it hasn't gone as I had predicted. I don't think this season has gone as predicted for anybody. Okay. It hasn't. It hasn't. I hadn't thought about the Suns. I hadn't thought about the Hawks. Actually, I hadn't even thought about the Spurs. But I keep forgetting who their coach is. Yeah, and I think the Spurs, like, all they were missing was, a, is a, like, a, another superstar to pair with right. DeMar DeRozan. I had, obviously, the Hawks uh, and the Knicks. I hadn't thought about the Knicks. Neither I mean, I, I... And we, had, we haven't even mentioned the Heat because of their struggles this season. <laughs> we didn't forget about the Heat. You know, the Heat, you know, you said something. I don't know if it was last week or week before last. And I, and, and I was thinking about it, and I think you're right. I think the Lakers and the Heat have suffered. I do. Because of the bubble. Like the, way they, and the way they decided to continue and end that season last season. And I think the Lakers and the Heat have suffered from that. I, I, you, you were right. I think they suffered. Cause I, so with the Heat, like they've had Jimmy's dealt with injuries, uh, Bam's dealt with injuries, Victor Oladipo, who got it's traded, gone now. Didn't, even, didn't even get the play because right. he's you know dealing with a knee injury. Right. Um, and then not to mention all the people that were in and out of them out of the COVID protocols, like. It's just been a lot. This season has not gone as I had anticipated. I mean, those two, AD and LeBron, suffered injuries. I, it's not what I thought. It's not what I thought. I thought the Bucks were going to be on top, along with the Sixers and the Celtics. Now, and Miami. I, I I did. I had Miami, too. And then in the West, it was going to be the Lakers and the Clippers. And 
the Grizzlies, because that's my team. They get thrown in there just because. Let me ask you this, because you're a big fan of Joel Embiid. If they don't, if they don't even at least like make the conference finals, is it time to to shake 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 some things up? And when no, and when no, I, when I, and when no, I say, that, and when that I, hold, on, hold on, okay. now when I and when I say shake some things up, what I really mean is start shopping, uh, Benson. <laughs> Now give Doc another year. Give Doc another year. Now while Ben has played great, he's in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, offensively, nothing has changed about his game. We got excited about him shooting jump shots, and he reverted back to normal. Let's give Doc another year. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's give you know how I feel. Same thing, same thing with the Celtics, which I don't think any of us foresee them making it to the conference finals. But if they get if they have an early exit, is it time to to shake things up in in Boston? Right now, the Celtics have the talent that just hurt. I think But they had the talent I, last year. Well, you know, I hate doing this or saying this. I think we might need to look at the coach, and, and and I have nothing but utmost respect for Mr. Stevens. That's fair, and not even in a he's a bad coach way. Just like maybe it's time for a new a new voice, right? To really examine what you got and how to use it and how to ma- something's missing. Obviously, I don't know what, but Boston has too much talent. And I and and I think that's where a lot of like analysts are troubled because for years Danny Ainge was stacking up draft picks and this player and that player and their young you know their top picks have turned out to be you know Jason Tatum is is who you know he's turned out to be a you know a, a budding superstar Jalen Brown has turned out to be. Um, Ten times better than a lot of people thought. Marcus Smart has improved his game greatly. Like I, I don't think we expected those. Things. There ain't a hustler out there like Marcus Smart. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, but unfortunately, the the Kimba experiment experiment hasn't went the way that we hoped. We haven't seen Kimba, Charlotte Kimba, Kimba, Kimba. That's my point. But that's because of his health. That ain't got nothing to do with Brad Stevens. Kimba's missed a lot of games this year with with a knee injury. Okay. Um, of course, you know the Gordon Hayward experiment didn't work out because of injury, and then him coming back and trying to find a place for him. Kyrie experiment didn't work because of him being out due to injury, and then trying to find a place when he was you know healthy again. Like at what point? And that stuff that. Um, Aside from, like, roles and whatnot, yeah, that's definitely on Brad Stevens. But at what point do we look at Danny Ainge, who put this roster together, and start asking him questions? Well, you're talking about an NBA – when you say Danny Ainge, you think dynasty, a Celtics dynasty. Uh, when he was playing, not him as GM. Because okay. I don't know. Let me look this up. Maybe Danny Ainge was there when, when, uh, when Paul Pierce and KG – 
were uh, were there. I'm, I, I, you know, like I said, I like Brad Stevens, and he and he actually turned out to be successful transitioning from college to professional. But something, Boston has too much talent for me to see them go down in flames. Why? Mm-hmm. Let me look this up because I just want to know. Because if he was, um... and this is huge for me because I am never have been a Celtics fan. Oh, he's been the G- he's been the president of basketball operations since two thousand three. So he was okay. there when they won okay. the championship. So he knows, and I have never been a Celtics fan. No, Until have. now, I have not. <laughs> I have not. You know I haven't. Yeah, you are right. You are right about that. So, I mean, them Celtics are like, the Celtics are the East L.A., the Lakers. The Celtics, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For you, yeah. You got the Lakers and you got the Celtics. You got the, that's what, that's what the Celtics were to me. So, all right, but I'm sure we will come back to this because, hmm. um, be- just because of injuries and how things have been kind of like, they've been on a slippery slope. The Celtics have been on a slippery slope for a while now. Um, Jason Despite Tatum can't. Oh my! Jason Tatum can't do it by himself. So I imagine we'll be back to having this conversation a couple of weeks from now. Okay. Well, no, just like Steph can't do it by himself tonight. All right. Yeah, you know, I had to get it in. I know. And you are right. He can't, which this is going to be fun, but I agree. He cannot do it by himself. And even if the Warriors manage to make it into the playoffs, whether it's the seventh or the eighth seed, he's not going to be able to do it by himself. Right. No, it won't go any further. I mean, I'm, uh, I think I'm going to. Your boy Draymond ain't going to turn it into a different person overnight. <laughs> I'm not going to even comment on that one. Because <laughs> um, you still got the Nuggets out there. So it's the Sun, the Clippers, the Nuggets. Who am I missing? The Mavericks. And the Trailblazers. You know, at this point, it's a free-for-all over on the West. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> because at the end of the day, none of them are consistent. None of them. Like I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just being real. None of them are yeah. consistent. Everybody, everybody's gonna lean towards the Lakers because we watched LeBron drag, you know, uh, a bunch of bums to the finals. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaning toward the Lakers. I'm leaning toward the Lakers tonight. But after that, um, <laughs> after the, after tonight, I'm just saying we saw after what, tonight. You know, we saw what um, we saw what LeBron could do with you know paper clips and tape. Um, so I'm not gonna count out the Lakers just yet. They'll win tonight. That's it. That's as far as they're going. And like I said. I agree with you. I had to come to that conclusion. The the Lakers and the Heat have suffered. 
this season. So, I'll All give right. him that. Okay. okay. I feel like that's a good place to be. We're going to stop right there. <laughs> That's all I'm giving you tonight. <laughs> That's all I'm giving you tonight. I, 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 I don't know what made me come to that realization. I don't but know I either, but I'm glad you got there. I'm glad we're okay. on the same page. Okay. They, they were hurt. Now, the rest of these teams, the Bucks and the Celtics, what the hell did... Okay. The only one that's showing back up from, from the bubble are them damn paces. We'll see about them nuggets. <laughs> we will see about the nuggets, yeah. Yeah, we'll see about the nuggets. We will see. All right, so. Whoever got Memphis got a fight. That's all I'm going to say. That, that is true. Y'all better get, get come, come ready to scrap. Because like they ain't going to let you just win. You're going to no. have to work for it. <laughs> you are going to have to work for it. That has always That's been always the Grizzlies. Right. right. You got to work for it. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So, so we are going to get out of here on that note. Um, mm. Mama, do you have any words of wisdom to share with people? Just be careful out there, y'all. Just be careful. Uh, do what you think is best for you. Um, don't be out here lying. Let me say that. Well, don't be out here it, lying about what you may you, or may not have received. Right. I, that's that's why, even though I'm fully vaccinated, they say because I'm fully vaccinated, I'm immune to this right now. I am still wearing my mask. I don't Thank know you. Thank you. Until until the numbers go down. Until the numbers go down, or the numbers of people getting vaccinated. Right. Because I, and I know I'm I'm very conservative. I am. Y'all, I trust trust me, I am very conservative. But one it the numbers it it I don't have enough numbers. Yeah. yeah. None of us do. So I'm gonna wear my mask because you tell me I'm but who do we really know that I'm fully exactly. immune? Exactly. And we're not about to be out here press I'm not I'm not about to be out here pressing people and for proof. I'm so gonna I will be in a mask. And I'm going to be respectful of those around me. I went out this weekend because, like I said, I had out-of-town guests. And initially, well, I had my mask, but it was in my pocketbook. But we went out and went to a restaurant, and I was very impressed that the restaurant staff were still masked, although they didn't ask the customers to be masked. So I was impressed with that. But then I went... to Firestone to make an appointment for my car and they still had the mask mandate. Mm -hmm. So. Cause like, honestly, as a place of business, that's, that's a good practice. You have all kind of people coming in and out of your business, even before the pandemic, like after this is, you know, if it ever ends, like it's still a good practice because you know, flu season last year did not exist. It did not. Allergy season, I've been okay so far. Now, when I sleep with my windows open, that's a different thing. Right, but right. I'm sleeping with my windows open. But I was impressed yesterday, 50-50. Went to the mall, ain't been to the mall. I don't even know. Hopper Mills. 
and it seemed like it was kind of relaxed. But I was impressed that the patrons that were there walking around had their mask on. I was like, cool, because yeah, we in a big mall, some and we went still in have one sense. right, and we went in a store, and my girlfriend she didn't have. I had mine on for some reason. Well, I was joining in with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And the store said, ma'am, you have to put a mask on in order to come in here. Luckily, she had one in Because it's you just don't know. So do what's best for you. But, and I'm no expert, but the numbers are not there for me yet to go maskless. Because I don't know, and if we are ever going to know, if this vaccine is truly effective. Right. Yeah. I don't know. All right. You tell me it is, but I don't know. I'm probably going to be, you know, my if it wasn't for bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. I'll be a part of the 1.7%. That, <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's hop off our soapboxes. Okay. We will, we will keep going. Um, if you're looking for uh, previous episodes, you can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. If you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SidelineWTCooks. And then um, to, to, to my people, our skin folk that, are, that listen to us, wear some sunscreen. Just take the sunscreen with you, and that's all I'm going to say. We're going to get on out of here. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.